Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Early Monday morning, the Bears dropped some new, some news for their first, first off-season move so far. And I'm trying to chill. I'm trying to, you know, uh, decompress from a wild playoff weekend, trying to bask in great playoff weekend. Shout out to the NFL. I'm trying to enjoy some of this, uh, the the Packers season in. And then the Bears, you know, they just start the week real early. Yeah. That's part of the weekend. Them bums. Anyway. The Bears start the day off with news from NFL insider Tom Pelissaro that they are hiring Shane Waldron to be their offensive coordinator for the foreseeable future. Now, for those that don't know, Shane Waldron has an extensive coaching history, He's but is only 44 years old. Um, he got his start with Notre Dame. He was a graduate assistant with Notre Dame for a few years. He got his first big break in the NFL under Bill Belichick. He was the tight ends coach and the offensive quality control guy for the 08 and 09 Patriots. He went back to college. He had a stint in in the UFL as the wide receivers coach. Uh, He went back to college for UMass. Uh, He was a tight ends coach, offensive line coach, offensive quality control guy again before he got back into the NFL under the Shannon hand um, in 2016 with the Washington football team. He was the office quality control guy there as well. He left there with McVay to go to the Rams where he was the passing game coordinator, tight ends coach again, uh, quarterbacks coach, all the, he had a lot of job titles before he got his first big break. Uh, also in NFC West under Pete Carroll as their offensive coordinator the last three seasons. Uh, as I'm saying all this, Q, what, what, is, what is your initial thoughts of the Bears hiring Shane Waldron as their offensive coordinator? Oh, can't. I got to be honest. I'm a little indifferent. I've been through, mm-hmm. I've been through so many offensive coordinators in my Bear fandom and – the excitement and the thrill of a new one and then the letdown. Um, I'm just in a wait and see thing. Uh, I thought he did good things with Gino the last couple of years. Obviously Gino regressed a little bit last year. I did like, I did like the Seahawks offense. They, they, they do a lot of play action. Um, they let the run uh, kind of set up the pass. And, and I like that. I think that's important whether we go forward with Justin Fields or we bring in Caleb or another rookie because a rookie's going to rely on the run game. You know, and I, I think it's a good idea being in the lakefront, being in Chicago weather to establish a run. I think that's important. And I think even now with modern passing offense evolving and taking over, as you can see in this weekend's playoffs, you saw the Chiefs establish the run 
and that really set the tone of that game. Being physical, Isaiah Pacheco. You saw Christian McCaffrey uh, run on the, all over the Packers, and you loved it. We we all love to see what C Mac did to the Packers. So um, I like that he comes from uh, the McVay Shanahan tree. I mean, that's a positive. But I'm in, I'm in a wait and see. Let's let's see what this guy can do because before I crown him and get excited, I, I'm 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 in the I feel like I'm from Missouri. You got to show me. <laughs> well, he showed the Bears something because he beat out eight other guys. Um, that, that's the what surprised me. Uh, I heard that Cl- Cliff Kingsbury absolutely blew them away. Mm. So I was surprised that, yeah, I read a report that he blew them away. So I was surprised that um, the search ended so abruptly after, I guess, Kingsbury blew, blew their socks off. But yeah, surprising. Yeah, I would have a real opinion if they did end up hiring Cliff Kingsbury to be the offensive that coordinator. That would have leaned towards Caleb. Yeah, a lot of people yes. felt like that would have leaned towards Caleb. I, most, most definitely, and rightfully so. I mean, he's the offensive analyst, offensive analyst for USC. Yeah, so he's yeah. got, he's you know, he's right there. You hire that yeah. guy, he's like, okay, yeah, like, you know, you know what this is doing, right? Um. But like you, you say you're indifferent. I'm as we as as we've as as Bears fans, we've all we've been through this before. We've hired a new guy, get excited. Yeah. Three three years later, like get this guy out of here. Um I'm not gonna take I'm not gonna be super excited. I am gonna take it from this from this position. Pause. I am gonna say that I'm happy that they hired the guy that is one nondescript. He doesn't lean one one quarterback or the other, as I mean, okay. at least publicly. And two, he's experienced. I read That's down hard. his whole resume. And one of the biggest reasons one of the biggest problems we had in the last two seasons is that our offensive coordinator was over his head. He was in over his head in that job. He didn't yeah. he wasn't good at games game install. Obviously, because from one day to the next, it looks like he's not prepared for this defense. But then the next next week, it's like, OK, he's got that one figured out. He doesn't you know, he doesn't. I don't think he had a good mesh, a good relationship with Justin. I don't think he knew no. how to teach the offense. At least this guy. This guy has been around the block and he's still young. He's only 44 years old, but he's taught almost every position from pro to to college to even. Uh, I mean, the UFL is still pro, but still, he, he's everything except running backs, tight ends, offensive line, quarterbacks, wide receivers. Yeah. yeah, I mean, from that perspective, I like this hire. Yeah, I, 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 I agree. I think I've just been burned so many times uh, that I reached the point where hoping for explosive offensive football in Chicago, uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm not going to get my hopes up. Uh, I echo what you said. Yeah, he's experienced. I do like that because Getsy, Getsy wasn't the play caller in Green Bay when we brought him here. And uh, he wasn't the offensive coordinator. Yeah, Nagy was the offensive coordinator for Kansas City and became the head coach offense coordinator here, the fact offense coordinator, even though we had other guys with the offense coordinator title. But Nagy didn't call plays for Kansas City until the last few games of, of his regular season career there. So, um, that is good that we're finally getting a guy who's done the offensive play calling 
And uh, maybe Seattle offense isn't what San Francisco or Buffalo's was under Brian Dable, but they were an NFL offense. They were not a laughing stock at any time. And he took Geno Smith, who who people wrote also a couple years ago, and resurrected him. I think he got to a Pro Bowl a year ago. And yeah, there was a little regression this year, but the Seahawks were still, they were still a professional offense. They accounted for themselves well. They did finish middle of the pack, but the important thing is they accounted for themselves well. So we don't have a guy who's a laughing stock or no name, non-script guy. Um, Well, yeah, we don't have a no name, inexperienced guy, which I think is, is, that is a positive. Yeah. Um, as as of what you said, it's worth noting that Seattle's their offense under him had finished twentieth, thirteenth, and twenty first in the league in offense. Um, pretty middle of the pack, as you said, and the EPA pretty much says the same middle of the pack. So you think with Geno, a guy who had been written off, and as Geno said, he didn't write back. Uh, Kenneth Kenneth Walker, DK, uh, Jackson Smith, Najuka, Lockett, those type of guys. Um, do for one one question. First question: Do you think the Bears, from a skill position standpoint, match up to that? And if you do, can he take this? Can he do better with the Bears? I think as of now. And I think this is a uh, this is an evolving situation because I think DJ Moore has now. I think he surpassed Lockett and DK Metcalf on the wide receiver totem pole. I think mm. he's a, a more well-rounded receiver, better route runner than DK. Yeah. Uh, and I think he's more dynamic than Lockett. So mm. I think he surpassed both. Um, I don't think the Bears all around as as we as we today have better skill position players than the Seahawks. However, the Bears have a tremendous amount of cap space. Right. They also have two top picks and they also have two top picks in the top ten. And whether we go with Justin or Caleb, I think the upside of the Bears quarterback situation is higher than the Seahawks situation with Geno. So I think there's more upside here with this offense, even if, as we as we talk today, Seattle might have better skill position players. I think the Bears' upside is higher. So I think you can potentially see uh, Waldron get more out of this Bears' offense than what he got out of Seattle's offense. I, I don't disagree. I mean, the Bears, I think the Bears were kind of held back by their offensive leadership this past year. And you you made the point. The number one question everybody has with this hire, obviously, is does this what does this mean for the current quarterback? What does this mean for Justin Fields? And does this mean the Bears are drafted Caleb Williams? I already said I like it that they didn't answer that question today. It is not oh, a I good decision. It. Right. It it would have it would have been terrible. The stock for the number one pick. Boost the stock for Justin. Yeah. Don't yeah. show your hand. And I, obviously, yes, do not show your hand. Obviously, from that perspective. And, and two, two, um, it is a it, it is 
it would be a dereliction of duty for Ryan Poles to absolutely put all his eggs into one of those baskets this early. Um, he hasn't seen Caleb at pro day. He hasn't no, they seen, interviewed him either. No, they haven't interviewed him. They haven't done any of that stuff. You do not scratch that name off without crossing all your T's and dotting all your I's. You got to do the work. If you go ahead and hire Greg Roman, who's another guy they interview, that's obviously, obviously Justin, a Justin yeah. Fields uh, hire. Obviously. And you don't do that. A lot of people, a lot of people do like some of the things Roman does. He he did get an MVP year out of Lamar. Um, he did some good things with Lamar, but I think the problem with a Greg Roman offense is um shelf life. There is room for success right away, but I don't think there's a lot of room for growth. It's gonna get figured out unless he has something new elements to the offense that he didn't show in his time with Baltimore. This offense is good, that's gonna get stale. So I remember we had a coordinator that came in with Shane Mathis. Was that was that Gary Shoup? And was he Shoup. looked good. Yeah, it looked good the first few games, and it kind of it kind of fizzled out. And the funny thing about that offense is, if I recall, that was one of the first NFL offenses that introduced the wide receiver screen to the NFL, which is used a lot now. And I think I don't think teams knew how to defend it back then. He got he got a lot out of a. Uh, I think we had a deep receiver core. We had Ingram, Bobby Ingram. That was one of my favorites. Curtis Conway that year. Curtis Conway. Marcus Robinson. Yeah. Um, young I think Booker. Eddie Kennison. Y- yeah, Young Booker, too. Booker and uh, what's the kid for Northwestern? He didn't pan out that well. Dwayne Bates. It was a deep receiving core. Yeah, Dwayne Bates. I think he was a higher pick than, than Booker that year, believe it or not. Mm. But, uh, yeah, so I, I, I think uh, – yeah, I, I I do like the avoiding Greg Roman. I think he would have came in and there might have been some initial success, but I don't think there's long term sustainability in what Greg Roman runs. No. I think Greg Roman gets the most out of Justin Fields as a passer. So I think he, if if you do retain Justin Fields or you go to Kayla Williams, you got to get a coordinator that's going to get the most out of either one as a passer. We've seen enough stunted growth out of Justin. That's true. That's true. The, the time has been enough time has been wasted. Enough time has been wasted. We know somebody who can who can teach him or at least help him get to the next level. I, I don't think Greg Roman takes anybody to he does take somebody, take him to the next level, especially if they're an athlete, which Justin yeah. is, which Kaepernick was, which Lamar is. But it's only so long after after you after you turn twenty five, right? After you turn twenty five, get on the other side of that. You need to do something else. You need to be and able to beat teams, even with tremendous athletes like Lamar. Um, good defenses aren't going to allow a quarterback to just beat them with, with with their with their legs. Even as great athletes as Lamar and Justin are, you, you're still going to have to win from the pocket at, at some point. True. I mean, not true. Um, some of the other names that the Bears interviewed, uh, Greg Roman, obviously we talked about him, Cliff Clinsbury, Zach Robinson, uh, passing game coordinator for the Rams right now, uh, Thomas Brown. I do not know why they interviewed Thomas Brown. He's the Panthers offensive coordinator. We've Young. all seen the Panthers. Yeah, They were I the worst the offense. Young. I, I don't get it. I don't get why that was even uh, allowed. They interviewed well, Marcus Brown. 
he, he there there's good things spoken about him throughout the league. The Panthers, the offensive uh, players in the Panthers' offensive room, they love them. Cool. They can hire them back. We don't need them. <laughs> they said the players loved him. I guess it's because he's around their age. What is Thomas around? Like 33, 34? I, I know he's young. I'm not sure about his, about his age, but <laughs> yeah, they they love him. It's probably it's probably, it's probably you know it's probably he a telltale sound like yeah. Exactly. Couldn't be some inappropriate things happen in that locker room. We we got enough. We got enough. We had him. enough inappropriate. Um, Marcus Brady, former Colts offensive coordinator. We obviously know Eberflus, the Colts connection. We Thank saw God that coming. Yep. Clint Kubiak's another name. Um, so the biggest question that's unanswered, and I haven't heard this anywhere yet, who made this hire? Was it Ryan Poles or was it Eberflus? I don't think Poles let Eberflus make that hire. Um, I don't think it was Eberflus. And I'm going to say something that might shock you. I don't know if it was Poles that made the hire. Mm. It, it could be something where Kevin Warren had his fingerprints on this. Uh, his, first, his first real foray into like football on-field matters is Hire an offensive coordinator? Listen, I've heard that he said he was going to let Poles make the decisions, but I've heard conflicting reports that said he was going to be more active in football operations. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't think it was Eberflus. I lean, mm. if anybody made the decision, I lean towards Ryan Poles. Um, but I absolutely don't think Eberflus hired made that hire. I think his hire of Getsy, uh, <laughs> I think his hire of Getsy was enough to, to say you don't need to make the decision on offensive coaching anymore, ever. I, I don't disagree. <laughs> once, once you get your whole staff fired, you got you, you really you really can't be trusted to hire anybody else. Yeah, no, he, and then, he, and then, he hired – You can't make it too big of a fuss about them not allowing you to make that decision. Right. I mean, you hired two guys who got had to get walked out for being inappropriate, and another guy who's just bad at his job. There's no, there's no yeah. more argument for you to be hiring anybody else. Have we had um, any word of them interviewing any defensive coordinators? I have not heard about them interviewing any defensive coordinators yet, uh, and that's another thing. This is another reason why I like this, like this hire. I've already said he's experienced. Eberflus was stretched thin last season. He's got to oversee a terrible offense because you don't know what the hell Getsy's doing over there. You got to go check in and make sure he ain't playing with his food. Um, he's got to be the defensive coordinator. He's got to be the coach. This type, these type of decisions, you're hiring guys who have experience doing their job. Yeah, It allows Eberflus to take a step back and just be the coach. He doesn't have to do so much. And Again, that that is again that is one B. Why I like this hire, and, and we have and no, we have no, no doubt that we have no doubt with the way Pete Carroll runs the Seahawks that he was not meddling in offensive play calling. That's never been a Pete mm -hmm. Carroll thing to do offensive play calling. You know, it's been Bevel or Waldron or whoever the offensive coordinator is. Those are the guys that make right. the decisions. All right.
while it would be cool if we had hired uh, a hot name out there, a young, a young up and comer guy, um, we all knew that the second they brought back Iberflus, that all the, the top candidates wasn't going to wasn't going to get a Bears a shot. So the Bears did exactly what they should have did. They got they got the best. They get, they did they did a smart decision, and they got the best smart decision. Is there any is there any neg- negativity to not maybe sitting down with Eric Bieniemy? Is that a oh, bad I, thing that they didn't sit down with the enemy? That is the biggest gripe I have. And because there, there is no reason why you shouldn't have. Now, I don't know. Eric B might just be only accepting calls about head coaching positions. I don't know if he that, is or he isn't. That's what I wondered. I would think so. I mean, I, I also didn't. Again, I haven't seen it anywhere yet, but. There was some talk that Eric Bieniemy isn't really let wasn't really let go from the uh, from the commanders. Commander. It was only Rivera. So there's a lot of there's a lot of unanswered questions about that. So, but if he was available and the Bears did not interview him, then Shame that is a strike. Yeah, that, that definitely, definitely strike, definitely strike. Um, he's one of the best offensive minds out there, and he was available. I don't know why you couldn't go get him now. I do got to mention there is a there is there is a black I mean I say black mark but there is a uh, conversation in league circles that Eric Bieniemy is uh, difficult to work with as far as pressure he puts on his, uh, his 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 team so and to that I mean I, I've worked with people that are difficult to work with I get it it's. But you still take the interview, though. Success cures everything. Yes. I mean, we, we, we saw the last dance, and those Chicago Bulls did not seem like any of them were good people to work with. You got, <laughs> you got people backstabbing each other, yes, yes, punching each one. other in the face. You know, no, it was more than one. <laughs> you got people's sons growing up to, <laughs> to, 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 to crunch teammates wives i mean that that, that is a, that, and, and they won six of them so i mean yeah that, that guy that person that you describe he is a menace he was a menace to his teammates <laughs> you know before we talk about his caleb and diva and with chicago listen there were guys running around with headaches that didn't want to play in the game there were guys punching teammates and cussing teammates out and openly questioning management decisions. And there were guys wearing dress wearing dresses. Oh yeah. I don't care and, where and, you lie in the in, in the Justin Fields Taylor Williams debate. Please don't tell me you don't want Caleb because he wears a dress and paints his fingernails. Because if 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 he can win, I I don't care. Caleb put on a dress? Yeah, he 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 had on a well it's a skirt type thing. It wasn't a, really a dress. It's a long skirt thing that he did for a little modeling, print modeling thing, and yeah. Is is it a kilt? Let's go with kilt. Let's go with kilt. Right. We'll, we'll go with kilt. It, 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 you you could you could tell me his mom might be Irish. So if if it's a kilt, all right, I'm good. I'm good. So uh, yeah, Bears hire Shane Waldron as the new offensive coordinator. 
We do not know what this means for the quarterback future going forward, but I, I'm pretty, I'm pretty okay with this hire. Let us know what you think about this hire in the comments. Holler at us at uh, all of our social media outlets. Uh, Bear Claw, Chicago Bear Claw on TikTok. Frustrated Chicago fan. And be on nice YouTube. on the comments, guys. You, you all, we're not your enemies, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we just give you the news and we give you our evaluations. If we don't say anything positive about your favorite player, be it Tyreek Stevenson or whoever, you know, <laughs> show us some grace. We can only evaluate week by week and we can only tell you what we see, you know. Be kind to us in the comments. We're humans too, guys. I echo that. I echo that sentiment. I don't <laughs> please please don't have me going back and forth with you about something that happened <laughs> 10 weeks ago. Aha, uh-huh, I was right. Well, if he played bad in week four <laughs> and finally played well in week 12, <laughs> we're not making any damning evaluations on your favorite players for their entire career. But if they're getting picked on in week three, we have to acknowledge that. I'm sorry. Check us out, man. All right, Q, man. You got anything else? And when the Bears hire hire another coach, we'll be right back to you. And we'll be coming coming to you live with more of the Caleb versus Justin debate. And full 2023 reviews. Check us out wherever you get your podcasts. Wherever you get your social media outlets, we're all we're there. Bear down. Bear down.